everybody hello hi i regret to inform you that we are back on our bullshit it's another episode of was once enough i'm marty and i'm jonathan and this is the show where we look at all those movies that came second third fourth fifth sometimes sixth seventh ninth and we ask um hey maybe the first one was enough yep jonathan how are you i'm doing great you know what the best part about being in this theater in this podcasting space is that we're next to a movie theater yeah. that uh, I can just walk in and get popcorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no security that says, like, you can only enter once you have tickets. Show your tickets Show your for ticket. popcorn. Uh, so it's nice that I can just go get a I don't know why that was my cop voice. That was your cop voice? Yeah. Well, you said there's, Ooh. like, no there's no security, and I was, somehow that was, like, that's what I thought security sounded Pirate. like. Uh, yeah, a little, a little bit like Gandalf. Like, you oh, shall, shall not, not popcorn. Okay, or, yeah. but I can. I got I got a box of goobers mm. and some popcorn, and nice. I got to butter my own popcorn because those people get you know they're stingy. Yeah. For those that uh, may not remember from our first episode, yes. we were recording in the podcast studio at the Baltimore Improv Group Theater in Station North, uh, and it's wonderful. We're next to the Charles Theater, yep. uh, which is where that wonderful popcorn comes from. It's tasty. And uh, we're next to a bunch of other great restaurants and things. Mm. It's just really nice to be up here. Yeah. And we're glad to be here. We're glad to uh, continue the podcast. For those of you who were hoping maybe once was enough for the show, sorry. Yeah, it wasn't. No, there's a lot to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, Yes, there is. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I do feel pretty gratified that we closed the door on the diehard discussion. Yeah. Yeah. It is a Christmas film. Yeah. Well, the first one was. and then The The first one was. and the, The rest is garbage. Okay. So that's where you came down on it. Yeah. Really, after all that expert testimony... And uh, all the arm wrestling. Yes, you still maintain that Die Hard One was enough. Die Hard One is an amazing Christmas film. All right. Well, there is a whole hour and a half long episode. Die Hard with a Vengeance is more like Die Hard we in do, the garbage. You do not have to go through that again. I think I could literally pull out that exact quote from our first episode. Let's Lit. do a new podcast. Okay. Jonathan. Well, you know, yeah, you know, like take out the trash and Die Hard. Okay. Do you want to do you want to do them again? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm sure I'm they're ready, in your I'm head. I'm excited about our you guests. You just edited it. Excellent. Okay. Yes, we have a very exciting guest today, and we're going to talk about a film yeah. that, uh, honestly, I don't know that much about, but uh, it's somewhere back there in my childhood. Yeah. Live free and stop. Snore hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna break this recorder, and we're gonna have to pay the theater for it. Shit. Uh, folks, we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Hey. We are joined in the studio by good friend, fellow improviser, and movie buff, Kristen McKenzie. Kristen, Hello. Thank you for being on the show. I am so excited to be here. This is my favorite podcast. Oh, my God. I hope that's not so true. It- We've only had one episode. 
soon to be favorite podcast. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I mean, we could have nailed it in the first episode. Yeah, I guess so. But that, that's a lot I of pressure. T- I mean, honestly, when we talk about Die Hard, you find a niche audience of people mm-hmm. who also agree that, as well as I do, that. Well, it's time to alienate that audience. All right. Because we're going to talk about a different movie. And speaking of alienating people and aliens. Yes. Uh, Kristen, what are we talking about today? Earth Girls Are Easy, mm-hmm. starring Everybody. Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. Damon Wayans, yes. Jim Carrey, yes. Julie before, Brown. Yes. Before he was Jim Carrey. Before he was a big deal. Oh, God. It's just, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I have a film shit. degree, so you have to. Julie Brown also wrote the film. She has a writer credit. She has a writer credit. She is talented. And she sings in the film. She sings on a beach. Yeah. A song about being a blonde. Uh, and just before we hit record, we talked a bit about uh, whether Earth Girls Are Easy is a musical. And uh, I don't I don't think it's a straight up musical because there's only like I think there's only like two songs. There's the because I'm a blonde on the beach. And then Gina Davis, like weirdly, sings a song in the very beginning when she mm-hmm. um, breaks up with her boyfriend. Isn't there she also cheating a and then... song in uh, the beauty parlor? Uh, yes, you're right. Damn. So I think it's a musical. It might be a musical. Uh, and then there's a whole long thing at the um, dance club later on, but it's just dancing. But oh, yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. sings. Nobody sings. But it is uh, a hugely choreographed dance number. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so fantastic film. Uh, so as I think we're going to try to do for all of these, we're going to talk a bit about the movie, some of the things that made it unique and interesting. And uh, and then we'll get into what uh, sequels or potential spiritual sequels exist or don't. And Julie uh, Brown wrote and sang in four songs. Wow. On the on at least the soundtrack. Oh, I see. Uh, you want to do the podcast now, Jonathan? Or do you want to keep <laughs> saying random things out of your phone? If you can look up one more thing, look up the woman. Um, Both Damon she, Wayans and she, Jim Carrey went on to star in Living Color a year yeah, later. No, we know. Okay. That's not related to Earth Girls Are Easy, except that mm, those two actors are were in it. Uh, Sorry, what were you saying? Look up. The, uh, she appears in one scene um, in the gas station. She's in like pink car. Yes. Angela. Angela Lee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She, won, she was nominated for a Razzie that year. <laughs> for this movie? Yep. She's amazing because she just made a career out of like just looking like a Barbie doll and like mm. kind of modeling sometimes. Kind I think. of modeling. Yeah. Like maybe doing um like promotional stuff. Dang. But anyway, she was just like she's just such a like iconic 80s figure because she's like yeah. peak 80s. And that's the thing I love about Earth Girls Are Easy. It's peak 80s. Mm. Like everything about it is so like colorful and crazy and the hair yeah. and the makeup. But it seems to like somehow be aware of how. Like peak eighties and how like it's campy. Yeah, I mean, there's something it, it, extremely uh, like children's cartoonish mm-hmm. in in the way that like Saturday morning shows yeah. would be when the aliens show up and yeah. they're they're all like primary colors <laughs> right. covered in feathers, right? Uh, and um, what were they like with some kind of helmets? Uh, yeah, they had some. Yeah, they had something. Um, they had colorful. But they could helmets. breathe our atmosphere just fine. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't. They had no issues. Yeah, uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember seeing this movie. Um, they have like fanny packs when I was younger. Yeah, uh, which is very peak. <laughs> they also have to like enlarge themselves because their their spaceship was very small. So like they get right. out and they have to like grow. Yeah. So this movie is all about transformations. 
Yeah. Uh, so they, yeah, they it's arrive. They arrive on Earth in their small ship. They they grow themselves, mm-hmm. uh, and then they have some like small adventures around mm-hmm. uh, before uh, Gina Davis. I think is the one who decides that she needs to like disguise them. Right, because they have to fix their spaceship. Yeah, because they they crashed into the pool, so she's got to get the pool drain. Right, they have to fix the spaceship. But first, they need to fit in. Right, uh, while they get the parts they need, and, and so luckily, she shaves them. Well, luckily, Gina Davis's character uh, it works at a salon. Yeah, she's Beautiful. a nail. She's a manicurist, and her. Co-worker, oh, I thought she was a, a hair technician. No, she's a manicurist. Oh, you're right. The, her her friend Julie Brown's character, I guess, does hair, and that's it's why she's really like she's brought in as the expert. So they, yeah, and they work in this like amazing, like enormous salon. It's cavernous. It has, yeah, yeah, it's huge and it's like beautiful and, um, yeah, and they and they, and she shaves them. Yep, and they become clothes. sexy young men. And yeah, and the reveals are great because they're actually being revealed out of tanning booths, which is really oh, genius right. because of the lights and so like. You know, when they open the tanning booth, it's like this glow and it's yeah. just ethereal. And, and then Jeff Goldblum. God, and could, like tanning booths is peak 80s as <laughs> it's so well. Because like, then, so then they were like, whoops, these give everyone cancer. <laughs> Let's not have so many of these. But Jeff Goldblum's reveal, like, oh my God, I think my ovaries like exploded the first time. How old were you when you saw this movie? Seven. <laughs> that um, sounds terrible. <laughs> Your poor ovaries. I know. Um. But yeah, he just they just reveal him and I was like, Oh my god, that's a man. Yeah. That's what a man looks like. <laughs> and that's how you uh knew for the first time. <laughs> uh right. So yeah, those are those are some of the iconic scenes. Um the hijinks that ensued involved uh, fish out of water stories, the aliens uh, being silly. Uh, if I'm remembering this right, because I did not uh, rewatch the film, uh, unlike last episode, mm-hmm. uh, I did not rewatch it before we did this podcast. Uh, doesn't Gina Davis's character have some kind of a terrible ex? That's yeah. So yeah. she has really she has to hide the aliens. She's very concerned about her ex um, finding them, and he's a doctor, and he's like you know very square and mm-hmm. very straight. Charles Rocket. And- and she's worried that, like, if he sees them as aliens, he's going to freak out and, like, send yeah. them to the government or whatever. So uh, after they have their makeover, she says that they're a band that she won right. from, like, MTV, <laughs> which, again, it's peak, peak 80s. freaking 80s. Right that's an, that's uh, you, you touched on another what I think is incredibly peak 80s thing, which was this idea of the narc as, like, the mm. person with ultimate power. Yeah. That somehow the, there was a government that you could call just with like <laughs> a phone like hello government and then I they, got an alien and here. they would be like ah deploy the scientists <laughs> we, we must get out there roll out the national guard right and and that was such a trope where yeah. it was just, like there was always the snitch mm-hmm. and they were like the ultimate villain yeah uh, which really, is not so much a thing anymore but really uh the ex-fiance was terrible because he was always cheating on her and she could yeah. do way better because gina mm-hmm. davis was fucking stone cold fox yeah you know that's like yeah. oh my god yeah yeah when i saw her reveal yeah in that movie my other ovary exploded <laughs> pop pop and you were like that's what a woman that's, is that's a woman that's a woman okay <laughs> jonathan i'm having trouble reading your face well i'm, I'm sure d- after we do more episodes i'll know when it so looks like i mean d- to be honest with you I, I i don't remember actually ever watching this movie mm. that's really um, a shame. and i, I know I and then i started thinking about like what are what are some things? So IMDb is a helpful place to go and and do some research on yeah. on things like this because the movie was out in 1988, mm-hmm. so I had just been born. Yeah, 
Um, and so I'm, I'm looking at it. And is that your birth year? My birth year is 1988. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. That's a good movie to have on your birth year. This yeah. is going. I'm going to turn 30 this year. Congratulations. Yeah, because 88. Yeah. Yep. 30. 30 years ago. <laughs> 2018. So you know we're gonna get the uh, Blu-ray 4K special edition 30 year oh, anniversary. It's gonna be good. Which is going to probably come out the same time as Jurassic uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Ju- Escape from Jurassic World. Yeah, where Jeff Goldblum is back. Because I mean, oh my god, that man has come back. Is he coming back? It. Yeah. He was he in. Never left. He was in. All right. He was inside the T Rex the whole time. <laughs> he did. He did that Law and Order show, and then he started doing a commercial where he plays Jeff Goldblum, but is is, is like Mr. Rent or something. It's for he, an yeah, apartment. He, you can see him on billboards here in Baltimore yeah. for like apartments. Yeah. dot com or something. And uh, and then he was in. Uh, Sorry, when Ra- I said back, I didn't mean his career. I just meant Jeff Goldblum's character is back. In Jurassic World, yeah, yes. Yeah, because he wasn't in Jurassic World. He wasn't in this most he, recent He one. wasn't in the first one, yeah. but the sequel, which is coming out, which is just like, hey, how how much more can we get? I think that's how we know Chris it's finally been blessed, though. If you can get Goldblum yeah, I mean, I he got super burned. Off right of now, Jurassic Hollywood is just like, hey, everybody, how often can we get Chris Pratt to take his shirt off? Yeah. That's, that's no, been that true. wasn't a good I know. That was, that was like, whoa, no, Rant? No? I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who are you mad at? I'm not mad at well. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm okay, just saying, why, like, why bring it up? Because it's important that I think like we shouldn't just make movies so that we can see specific people topless. Uh, can I? I um, I hate to do this. This is our second episode. Mm-hmm. We're working through a lot of things. Um, Jonathan, so I, there, I have to put some shame on your mic because you were just handling that thing. Yeah, but you going, can't hear it. I could hear it. <laughs> I heard you do it. You're you're st- anyway. Uh, there's a scene in this movie where a woman backs into a cactus. And the director didn't think the cactus needles were reading on film. So then they had to redo it. Yeah. And, but this time they painted all of the uh, needles with clear nail polish. That's a little movie trick for yeah, you. Movie, movie you fact. Think, oh, all these special effects must be so complicated and so expensive. But sometimes it's just clear nail polish. And you have a film degree. So I'm. Uh, so I know. All right. So we're we're starting to run out of time a bit. I'm gonna what? say uh, with all of our rambling, we have covered the movie. So let's let's talk about sequels and what what happened, what didn't happen, what should have happened, what should not happen. Well, I can tell you that uh, I just found another stat, and this would be interesting if we did like a, a prequel. Mm. But so f- six women were offered the role of Valerie before Gina. Uh, Anybody want to take a guess on one of them? So, again, think 80s. Meg Ryan. No. Hmm. Um, when you hear the names, you're going to go. Sharon Stone? No, okay. You're, when you hear the names, you're going to go. Kim Basinger. Okay, oh, stop. The game, game over. Michelle Pfeiffer? Nope. Okay. Madonna. Oh. <laughs> Did you say ew? <laughs> on, but that was, She was you doing know, lots of movies in the 80s. That yeah. was a knee jerk, but yeah. I could Do you remember of... Who's That Girl? Yeah. Uh, that was a movie where one of my ovaries exploded. <laughs> Uh, Daryl Hannah. Oh, okay. of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. She, makes sense. She eventually did that movie, yeah. but it was Any, called something anytime else. there's a movie <laughs> My that involves, an alien, I think. yeah. My stepmother is an alien. Stepmother, thank you. Another class. Anytime that Dan you, Aykroyd is in that. Yeah. Anytime and, you have water, Daryl's going to be in it. And um, what's her name? The girl that played Willow and um. Oh, uh, Alison Hannigan. Uh, yeah. Alison Hannigan. She was in. Oh yeah. And Seth Green wow. played her boyfriend in that movie. Holy cow. And then they later played boyfriend they and girlfriend were on Buffy. Tiny babies. I know. That's, they were really uh, small. Uh, Elizabeth Shue. Okay. Justine Bateman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, Deborah Winger, and everyone's favorite, 
Molly Ringwald. Oh, oh. you know, I, I think uh, I, I think they nailed it. With I Gina think Davis. yeah, Gina yeah. Davis was Gina, the right choice. Yeah. As much as I love all those other choices, because you know, Gina Davis is not only like one of the most beautiful women in the world, probably ever. She's also a member of Mensa. So she's she is. It's true. I'm not laughing she's, because yeah, I, I believe I you absolutely. I'm, saying, I'm laughing because you brought it up. <laughs> I'm just saying she's got layer. Like she played yeah. it with, you know, she wasn't just like a dumb. I just wonder if the right. if she was the, so she and Jeff were married at the time. I believe so. Yeah. So I don't know if like her coming in brought Jeff or if Jeff coming in brought her. Yeah. Who knows? All right, but so yes, so t- talking about a sequel. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it would, honestly, it would be, they would take her to, again, I don't remember, they would take her to the planet. That would be the sequel. Yeah. Okay. So now we would see what life looks like on their planet. Mm -hmm. Or maybe. Although that title, like what, if, would it be earth girls are easy too? Because then like, if she's the only. No. (laughs) Like woman from earth on their alien planet, that's got some specific. I believe the title would change to. Space girls are easy to T O O. Oh, they did a lot of those in the 80s. Yeah, and so, well, I think it could be about her ex fiance, like I don't know, trying to like find, like trying to report this to the government. Right, mm. that could be like a sub, <clears throat> like a B story or whatever. It didn't work with of, Alf. Um, uh, a very similar movie ending. Uh, does anyone remember Daryl Hannah's uh, "The Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman"? Yes. yes. <laughs> Where, where, like, she takes the shitty boyfriend yeah. with her into yeah. space. Uh, yeah. I think that's the sequel. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just Gina Davis becomes a 50-foot. Well, I mean, at that point, technically, they had to enlarge. Do you think Gina would stay small? Well, I guess I don't know what size people are on their home planet. Because I don't know if they shrunk themselves for space travel or if, they're, or if their whole race is that size. Yeah. You know? Because it might have been more economical to have a smaller. Well, we're Definitely. building the sequels, so how big are they? I I think they are. Uh, I think it's a planet of uh, tiny, tiny, tiny alien tiny creatures. Nice. So then, Gina Davis shrinks herself down. Yeah, which is fine because they can always, you know. Yeah, they seem it. to have pretty good mastery of that. They seem to have like amazing technology for like. Yeah. The predicament they were. <laughs> how how many musical numbers are we thinking would be in the sequel? Five. Like would it be com- commensurate? Five. I think yeah. You, so five. you think more? I think five. five. Okay. But I do I do want to say I also like the idea of the the trilogy of this. So the third one mm. is Return. No, no, no. It's no. three space Return of the It's easy. three it's three space creatures and Earth a baby. Girls worries. Oh, no, sorry. it's it's three space space creatures and a and a baby. Yeah, yeah there'd yeah. have to be a space baby. Three spacemen. Three spacemen and a baby. Yeah. And how does the baby look? Does it is, is it like hairless and does it look like a human or does it come out with like Yeah, will we get to red? see more feather people? Like that was a does good it come look. Come out with frightening bright red. If friends. they smuggle Gina Davis to their home planet, do they have to have I mean like a most custom. many many sequels go beat for beat. So right. like do they have to disguise her? Will we get mm. a scene of her coming out of their equivalent of a tanning booth now covered in feathers? No, because yes. they can't uggify Gina Davis. Like there'd be no. You don't have to draw. I don't. I don't consider it to be uggified. They, they Did just... you see those guys at the beginning of the movie? They were not cute. I mean, if they sold them as like they were not, that if was, they were pillow your, pets, your ovary did not twitch at that. <laughs> they were oh, not. That was not. That's a man. That's a that's like, a that's, space creature. Right. That's mm. a furry dude. Listen, part of the appeal of these movies is like Gina Davis being a goddess. So right. it's like they have to keep her. They could maybe, I don't know, 
give her like a wig. I mean, it is it is or maybe also she can wear, like a furry bikini. It would be like late. Late eighties, early nineties, like, with the sequel. Really so yield, at maybe. some point, the 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 thing that would she could be oiled cover up, up everything is they would enlarge her breasts. You know, like it, that'd be like the dumb thing they would do, where it's she's like, I would, I'm not wearing feathers. Well, there's one other thing that you can do, and then she comes out and like her <laughs> chest is just breasts. like ridiculously so it's very, sized. Very weird science, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that about brings us to time on talking about this film. Uh, let's let's go around. Um, everybody, sound off on whether you think this sequel should exist. Uh, we'll start with you, Jonathan. No. Uh, yeah, same. I think everyone should just rewatch Earth Girls Are Easy. I would love to or see them. Or watch them for the first time. Uh, yeah, and I can't <laughs> wait to hear uh, your report. Uh, it's available on Netflix and okay. uh, Amazon Prime right yeah. now. Uh, and if uh, Jonathan put it in the world, maybe the secret like it will happen. I would love to see a remastered 4K Blu-ray. Uh, it's going to happen. Yeah, Or would, you can go to it. my parents' house in South Carolina and watch it on VHS. Because I have a VHS. Kristen, For a I, long time, I thought... I, I hate to do this, but I, I did was going to gonna say it. And so in, the, in, in equity, shame on your mic. Please stop fiddling with the mic. I'm sorry, but it's less it, worse for me because I don't do this very much. So yeah. it's less bad that I was doing it. Yeah. I, for a long time, would only watch Earth Girls are easy on mm. VHS because I felt like that was the pure... To the exclusion of other films mm-hmm. entirely. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I do not think there should be a sequel. I'm generally not a big fan of uh, a lot of sequels, mm-hmm. and I think Earth Girls Are Easy is perfection. Yeah, it's an '80s. Just it's just everything that was wonderful about the '80s right there in one. Yeah, campy, colorful, funny, musical, sexy film. Excellent. And well, we think, should just leave it alone. I think that's uh, an excellent final thought on this film. Um, Krista, would you mind sticking around and playing a game with us? Yes. Or, no, I do not mind. Yes, I will do Okay, it. excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, that means it's time for uh, hopefully soon to be everybody's favorite game. It is. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? So this is when we asked you to uh, to tell us your thoughts uh, on wehavetoask.com, our website, where you can leave a note, or on our Twitter or Facebook at We Have to Ask. We wanted to know, what films do you think deserve sequels? And uh, it's a little bit of a guessing game. We actually asked you to pitch the sequels, and uh, I think Jonathan's going to read these out. Yep. And uh, Kristen, you and I will be guessing the the film that they are that referring the to, to. That yeah, that it would be the sequel to. Uh, and then uh, you know we'll riff on it a little bit, see Love see it. how we feel. Love it. All right, here we go. First one. <clears throat> Phil and Rita are trapped in a never ending apocalyptic winter storm in Puxatawney. The only way to end the madness is to dig out Puxatawney Phil and sacrifice him to the gods of winter. Name that sequel. Well. Obviously, yeah, it was ground, Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day two. I guess like um, did they did they give us a, a further subtitle for it? No, it's just How Groundhog Day two. Groundhog Day two. Dig deeper. Wow, <laughs> uh, I, this one's really hard because Gra- Groundhog Day is the second of February, and so like numerologically, it's like there's all these twos that I want to play with, right? And uh, mm. and so the the day after Groundhog Day, because we see them make well, it to to. February third, right? Uh, so then, I presume that they would get stuck on February third, or maybe it's the next year, and it's just I, Groundhog's Day. I, I like the idea that this is in the future, and this movie will come out on February second, two thousand twenty-two. Oh my god! So, so it is two 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 two. So are they stuck in like another hellscape of like yeah? Living well, it looks same day over and over again. Yeah, uh, I like the idea. The subtitle is uh, Groundhog Day two. The only shadow he sees is the past. 
Wow. So he's got like PTSD from yeah. him having to relive. Like that's traumatic. Yeah. Well, and, and I imagine, I mean, we saw some of this at the end of that movie where he's like, we have to move here because literally it's all he's known for, mm. uh, according sure. to some versions of the script, like centuries. Yeah. So um, I would be fascinated to see what happens there and how they how they work it out because the first time through he just had to become a better person right. to like mm-hmm. try and do the best by everyone around him. Uh, but if, if this is changed and they now need to find and sacrifice the groundhog, I mean, he tried that. <laughs> so, so like what desperation would it, would it take? Cause they, they would have to go through the process of being the best people of doing the best for the town, have that not work and then fall back on destruction before I, they ever found that they needed to dig up the groundhog. Yeah. I would it. almost like to see like a, you know, like a Cloverfield situation. Like we're, oh, it's yeah. not even about the same people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be about like somebody else in the town. Like maybe there's something wrong with this town. Yeah. That people have to like a, a bunch of people are like reliving mm-hmm. the same day over again. And um, although that's like another that, perspective. That almost sounds like a, a reboot situation. Yeah, I guess we're not into that. No. Uh, next one. Uh, also, have, has anyone seen Happy Death Day? Yes. No, not yet, but I wanted to see Is that. it good? It's garbage. Uh, it's it. disappointing. I would love to watch I'll it. Watch we'll it. watch it. So. Sorry, John. <laughs> if don't, you hadn't seen it, I would want to watch it with you. Don't be jealous. Drew Barrymore, back at it 20 years later, undercover in college, falls in love after divorce with her new professor, Adam Sandler. Oh, fuck me. Is this uh, <laughs> Never Been Kissed, the sequel? sequel. Yes. Is this 51st is. Dates, the sequel? No, it is <laughs> It is Never Been Kissed, It's a, just an a, a still ugly ne- amalgamation. Still Never Been crap. Kissed? Still Never Been Kissed. No. That's why she got divorced. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm totally in your boat on this. I think like at the time I was I was sadly like really into these like saccharine love stories. Mm-hmm. Uh love Drew Barrymore. Was totally into these uh romantic comedies with her. Yeah. Uh but like I have completely soured on Adam Sandler. I was never yeah. that into him and now just like that whole posse and like please don't at me about this it's Twitter such a and Facebook. Bag posse of like yeah. just lovingly. And so I'm like super not excited about like the fart joke male power <laughs> fantasy thing that this would become. And you know, uh there there's a gossip website that I read and um somebody You can name and shame here. Uh no, it's uh it's actually a really good website. It's called celebrity.com. Nice. Yeah. It's actually really it's actually a good website. Uh and somebody uh one time they reported on uh an actress who um actually it was Rose McGowan. She she posted like a, a little excerpt of a script mm. that she read cuz she read for an Adam Sandler movie and in it it was like uh it was telling like the actress like what to wear for the audition. It was like tank top, short skirt, uh, we, we want to see a lot of cleavage, push-up bras. Wow! Encouraged, but not required. It was just like such like just sexist, gross nonsense. All right, awful. you named it. Uh, here we go. I got two more. <laughs> uh, the car could drive, fly, and float on water, but the kids still got kidnapped. <laughs> oh, this is actually hard. I want to say this is like a the Love Bug sequel somewhere. Okay. Uh, but it's probably a Transformers thing. Okay. I, my mind went to like one of the the honey I shrunk. Okay, the kids whatever. still got kidnapped. But yeah, I don't the think car that's right. could drive, know. fly, and float on water, but the kids still got kidnapped. I'm having a hard time with this I have one. No idea. Uh, can you give us some hints? Yes. So, like, is the car is it named after the car? Or is yes. the car okay? Um. Mm. Who's in it? Just 
Yeah, yeah that kind of gives it away. Will it? Will it? Dick will Van Dyke. It? Oh, so oh. the love bug. <laughs> no, it's no? um. It's not about Herbie. Nope. No, I didn't Damn. think it was in that. It's um. Oh, you pretty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang oh, bang. Yeah. Chitty, chitty. Sorry. You yeah. know what? I've never seen. <gasps> Oh, that was one of that. That was one of the first movies I ever saw. My grandmother had the VHS of it. We probably still have it. Nice. But the best part, we can go to your parents' house. Girls are easy. The best part about it is it's one of those old movies where there's an intermission in the middle. Oh, nice. And and the VHS, it's still there, it's, and it's still a 15 minute intermission. Does wow. it just like play music? Yeah, it's just, just like we'll be back. And then it's like, do, 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 do. if I remember correctly, Titanic when it came out on VHS, it was like two two tapes, tapes yeah, because yeah. it was a three hour movie. Titanic, it was it was three hours, yeah. And I was glad that he died. Oh, hot take! All right, so Chi Chi Bang Bang, I would love to see a sequel to Chi Chi Bang Bang. I feel like they must have made one. No, no. I feel like Jonathan is saying Shitty Shitty Bang Bang. Chi Chi Bang Bang. That's that's how us real Chi Chi fans know how to. You shit, you chit heads. You chit. <laughs> That's awful. All right, last one. Uh, the Dashwood sisters are polar opposites, trying to survive high school. Their wealthy investment banker father dies after losing his money in a Ponzi scheme, leaving them cash poor in Beverly Hills. Oh no! The Dashwoods. Is this something with the Olsen twins? Uh, it could be. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't okay. necessarily need to be. Well, that's interesting. Well, if if it's a sequel. I think this is a sequel in the sense of like the movie kind of stays the same, but no one's the same. So a reboot. I wouldn't call it a reboot. It is a it is a it is a directed DVD sequel that doesn't have anybody legitimately in it. <laughs> so like WWE bought the so rights this, to this the, very hard. WWE bought the rights to the Leprechaun for their their movie uh. group. And they did not use Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the Leprechaun was in it for, like, two minutes. Yep. But anyway, uh, <laughs> they – but it's still a sequel in the line of Warwick Davis Leprechauns. I see. Um, except, it might have been a prequel, but still it's technically a equal. Oh, well, I'm not sure where to pick this apart. I mean – I, I will I tell you it is a 90s film. Is it The Parent Trap? It is not The Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, a 90s film. A 90s yeah. film. Uh, da- I I don't know. Mm-mm. With the twins is what's knocking me out. Don't think about that. Don't think about. Don't think about that. That is just. Don't, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Oh, that'd be good too. No, this no, is. I just want to see that. Uh, Clueless too. R- okay. Wait, who the fuck were the Dashwoods? I don't think that that's. I think that that just happened to be like the characters chosen by the person who. That's stupid. I mean, I could see Dashwood and see it. It's it's tough. I don't think there was a way to get that one. Uh, I feel like the 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 successor to Clueless was Legally Blonde. Yeah, I I track that no. spiritually. You don't think so? Are you just saying that because you want me to be wrong? <laughs> uh, no. I okay. Think yeah. Too that's different. Uh, what yeah. do you mean they're too different? That it is a Clueless was an adaptation of Emma. Yeah, they're and they're different stories. Like, okay, I just want to tell you what the top three movies more like this film that uh, are. Oh, is it yeah. Legally Blonde? N- uh, excuse me. <laughs> Number one, Mean Girls. Number two, 
Ten Things I Hate About You. No. Number three, Legally These Blonde. These are all just movies from the nineties. It doesn't mean they're the same. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy that judging criteria. I mean, it's just like, oh, is this a thing about like California girls? Greece in high is also on that list. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how that makes no sense. <laughs> you need to just, just put put down IMDb for one second. And Alicia Silverstone did not have, have to a, audition for this movie. Have, have a have an opinion that's your own and not IMDb's mm. opinion. That's a strong stance, and I'm I'm, I'm actually going to encourage that for future episodes, guys. I, I just need I just need you. I, hold on, I I need to read this this interesting trivia fact about this movie. Okay, so not he's not taking that note. I'm not taking that note. I just let me can I during the game of suck and blow, the cast, all of them, were unable to sustain a breath to make a real credit card pass from mouth to mouth. Well, that's a real fucking sad. A prop card was made of cardboard to substitute, and still didn't work. So then holes were drilled into it to make it easier. And when this failed, the whole cast's lips were heavily coated in chapstick before it's the card to stick. So if you've ever tried to play this game, you probably failed. Again, it's the movie magic. You know, you think, wow, how did they do that? That must be like an amazing special effect. No, it's cardboard and chapstick. chapstick. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it for today. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. For being our guest. Earth Girls Are Easy. Uh, it's on Netflix and Amazon. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, and Kristen, where can our listeners find you? Uh, I'm on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you also perform with the Baltimore Improv Group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a sort of promotional way, not like a stalkery way. Are there, on, are there any shows I'm on Twitter. You like or... I do like to comment on that celebrity <laughs> website I like said early. Uh, yes, I perform uh, with the Baltimore Improv Group. Mm. I perform with a troupe called Hostel. Yeah. Check us out. Um, Is that with a, a long age Hostel or? <laughs> a long age, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty Is that a thing? Uh, uh, like yeah, I perform regularly and... Um, what I, is that like? Friday nights at nine o'clock. Friday nights at nine. Okay. Tickets are five dollars. Uh, my Instagram is just mm. my cats, and sometimes it's stuff I'm doing. Mm. Yeah, if you just if you just search the hashtag cats of Instagram, you'll find Chris. Eventually, and I yeah. highly recommend you donate to uh, Barks. Oh in yeah, Baltimore, uh, or uh, the ASPCA. Yep. Um, Both good animal rescue. The Humane Society yeah. of the United States and Darfur. And Darfur. Always Darfur. <laughs> All right. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, can you not leave for a minute? Because I feel like when we do the closer, Marty's going to be upset with me and I'd like another human <laughs> to be here. Yeah. It's not like we won't be recording it. <laughs> I know, but I'll be your buffer. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate that too. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much. Thank Folks, you. we'll be right back. All right, everybody. Hey. Welcome back. Uh, Kristen is still sitting here. Yeah, she's um, in the room. You might hear her laugh. She thinks we're funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. I'm gonna leave that in. I was gonna see. I was gonna see if that would happen. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. Uh, well, Jonathan. Uh, even though she's sitting here, I'm gonna try to speak objectively. Yeah. Uh, that was a really good interview. Yeah, I could have had... been better. She could have brought a better <laughs> movie to just talk about. That's very mean. I, I uh, just I, and and you know what you you literally don't know you've never seen the I film. I have never seen the film. Uh, I, I do have a plane ticket to South Carolina now to go watch it on VHS. To watch it on VHS. I gotta say you should probably just watch it on Netflix. Since okay, you already I could pay do for that. Netflix. I could also just do that. Yeah. Kristen, can we do yeah, the end we, of our show, yeah, please? Please don't interrupt. That was really unfair. You're a wonderful guest. I'm sorry. Uh, and we love. We you. have to put shame on the turned off microphone in front of you. That's. <laughs> And there's nowhere for that there's, shame to go. Right. It's, n- it's not grounded. 
Uh, all right. We're going to have to get our shit together for future episodes of this podcast. Yeah, we can't just keep doing this. this uh, we're going to have to get real experts, not just friends. I don't know. Uh, Jonathan, uh, what we got please, for next please week? watch this movie. And yeah, uh, what do we got for next week? So I'm really excited to talk about a film that I enjoyed as a child but hate as an adult. Mm. And that's the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, uh, you hate it as an adult. As an adult, yeah. Because yeah. I, get, I get like there's so much that could have been done and oh, what they didn't do. Absolutely. Like, so uh, I, I'm, I, I contacted John Leguizamo. Um, he hasn't got back to me. Yeah, okay. I didn't think so. Yeah, no. <laughs> How did you reach out to John Leguizamo? Did you add him on Facebook. Twitter? Oh, on Facebook? Facebook. So he hasn't, he hasn't answered your friend request? No. Okay. Uh, I also sent an email. That he has a contact me page. That's nice. Yeah, it's very nice. I appreciate that. Anytime somebody has a website. I mean, we could talk about so much stuff with John Leguizamo. That's true. Um, like, what was it like working with Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes? All at once. All at once. Uh, great. Well, I'm very much looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that movie was both super excellent and a travesty of filmmaking. Yes. Uh, and adaptation, certainly. Uh, also, just before we, we close up, Kristen did want to mention that she's also in a uh, project group called Fade to Black. Yeah. Um, there's some good people on there, and I just wanted to make sure we got that so that they, 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 they didn't shame our podcast. Yeah. Go go uh, find them. Their, their shows are not regular. Kristen, do you have any Fade to Black shows coming up? But you can't answer that question because your microphone's off. Yeah, so just say it and we'll repeat it. Okay, so okay. There, yep, there, you go. there will be shows coming up. So when you go to find Check Kristen on Kristen's Facebook page or Cats of Instagram, uh, you can ask her there. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. I think we're going to keep doing this show. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, well, you, uh, at you least committed a... to a month. I don't know. Okay. Just, let's go for the trilogy. Let's get to next week, and then we'll we'll figure out where we'll we're going. We'll see what we're going to do. All right. Uh, great. Well, folks, uh, we wouldn't do the show without you, so please uh, keep listening, keep liking and sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a review uh, on, uh, I guess it's Apple Podcasts yeah, now. Yeah, just one person. It'd be nice to go on there and like read something. Yeah. Just 2018. Give us, uh, give us uh, I don't know, be honest, but yeah. please give us a five-star review. And uh, and especially if you leave a review, it helps four. people find, this, find the show. Four is four, also Because four yeah. is like legit, you know? Like it's like, somebody's you like, listen, you found fault, you, and you were still right. good with it. Yeah. I'm okay with four. All right. Uh, but but leave us a review. Uh, yeah. Those really help people find the show. And I don't know, maybe we'll read them someday on the show. That sounds fun. People do that. Uh, thanks again, really everybody. Um, please keep listening uh, and and answering our questions on Facebook. <laughs> you just, just got started. I'm feeling, started and I'm feeling just... really desperate now. Oh, my God. Uh, in. Anyway, this has been another episode yes. of Was Once Enough. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, two plus two equals four. Quick math. We'll see you all next time. This has been another episode of Was Once Enough. Like playing the producer Jamie and Harry Lobster. Thanks to the guys at KS for your fun new day. Come out on iTunes and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already subscribed, give us a rating and a review. Really helps. In discussion online at wehaveast.com on Facebook or Twitter at wehaveast. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts and stuff next. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? 
I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.